there's a hurricane coming. Is it going to be bad as Hurricane Katrina down in Louisiana? I don't know. But CEO Jamie Dimon from J.P. Morgan says that something is coming and he doesn't know if it's going to be big or small. Listen in as we give you some tips on how to prepare for this financial hurricane he's worrying about. Also, if you are new or even a loyal fan, don't forget to rate this episode and leave a comment to let us know how we're kind of doing. Well, enough with the logistics. Let's get this episode of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Thing Started. Hey, engineer. Cue the intro. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome back once again. I am your host, A.B. Ridgeway, owner and financial advisor with A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a Christian investment firm dedicated to helping people of faith make investment decisions from a biblical perspective. Before we start this episode, I want to introduce the biblical principle on which we are basing this episode. It comes from Romans chapter 8, verse 18, and it states, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. Now, we're going to see some troubling times and This is not going to be any different, but that doesn't mean that we hide under a rock. God has something better for us. In today's scripture, it says that no matter how much suffering we may encounter, there's no comparison to the glory that will be revealed to us if we stay faithful to God's word. And this leads me into today's topic. CEO of JP Morgan, Jamie Dimon, commented on the economic future of our country and compared it to a hurricane coming. A traditionally conservative, sober, and laid-back man found himself addressing a room of concerned individuals and his demeanor change made our ears perk up. Now, I had to applaud him for being so honest. Yet, these were the same sentiments that we have been sharing on our mailing list over the last 12 months. While they were bragging about their returns and troubled markets, we were telling you to prepare your emergency funds. While they were talking about the high valuations, we were talking about profits and increasing our cash holdings for a future pullback. So there's a saying, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And if you're anywhere near Louisiana, the variation may be if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Now, what I want to do, I'm trying to teach you all how to get ready and stay ready because this is not the first storm nor the last that we'll see in the financial markets. While the government felt it was a good idea to kind of just throw money at the economic issues that we were having and then brag about Americans have more money in their pockets than they've ever had in American history. We laughed at that because 
You can say whatever you want behind that podium, but we're looking at the numbers. And the numbers say that the average American at that time had about $53,000 of consumer debt. The average. Or if you want to exclude the mortgage, right? We need to have loans and we can't afford housing. Okay, perfect. Let's exclude that. Now you have $15,000 in debt. Okay? Those stimulus checks were not going to make an impact in the long run as interest rates on loans would eat that profit up. Think about it. After that money was gone, they were going to go right back to what? Those credit cards. That's where the money was going. That's if you were prudent. <laughs> You're saying, hey, my debt is too high. Let me just throw these on this credit card that I was doing. But did Americans do that? No. They went to go buy more things. They went to accumulate more debt. Okay? You have to understand that the government gave us a fish, but they did not teach us how to fish. Now, we are told to buckle down as a financial storm is brewing. Well, I want to give you some tips to help you get through this crisis. In finances, we speak about positioning a lot. I mean, it's literally almost everything I talk about is positioning. I don't know if you ever played basketball, but positioning is everything. You have to try to get to where the ball is going to be, whether you're in a 2-3 defense, you know, whether you're in isolation, whether you're running a full court press, positioning is everything. Same thing with football. But these tips are going to help you position yourself in the job market to increase your chances of staying employed and keep your primary source of income as you plan your next move. Because that's what we want to do for you. We don't want to say, hey, quit your job. You know, you need to move on. You need to be an entrepreneur. You need to follow your passion. No, <laughs> we want to be prudent here. We don't want to eliminate our primary source of income until our secondary form of income is able to supplement our lifestyle. Or we may risk getting further and further and further and further in debt. So let's talk about preparing for economic downturns. So number one, we want to talk to our bosses. No, you may not like Jim. <laughs> you know, I may you may not like Susie or whoever they are, but I need you to talk to your boss. Building a stronger relationship with your boss may not get you a 10% raise, but it will help your odds if you have a friend behind those closed doors when companies start laying individuals off due to their financial struggles. Believe it or not, that lunch with your manager, going into their office, discussing the future of the company, those things help you out, especially when they're trying to figure out where are they gonna cut costs. Number two, start looking for jobs. Now, you may be 100% fine with your employment, but the job surge can take anywhere from three months to six months. By getting a head start, the time in between employment may be shorter and you'll be able to get an idea of your worth and use it as leverage when negotiating your raise when things settle. So let me give you an idea here. Let's say, you know what? You're fed up. You quit. I quit. You can take this job. You know where you can take it. And you know where you can put it. Okay, now you have a process where you're submitting these applications. You're submitting your resume. 
And Monday goes by. No response. Tuesday goes by. No response. Wednesday goes by. No response. A week goes by. Two weeks goes by. And no response. You start to get nervous. You start to think, was this actually a good idea? Week three, week four, maybe you get an offer. Maybe, maybe you get within a week. Okay, let's be optimistic here. Let's say it's two weeks. Okay, we, we do the interview. We're going to have to wait for our boss to come back on vacation. But after a couple of weeks, we'll be there. What's happening during this time period? You have no primary income. And you are living off your savings and you may be living off your retirement, which may come with penalties of 10% or more. So you're losing almost $100 per $1,000 that you take out. That's if you don't even have an emergency fund. That can be difficult as well. Okay, so that's why we're going to start looking why you are fully employed. So let's say a job offers you, um, you're making, let's say, $140,000 a year. Another job offers you 160 or 180. You could take that offer, take it to your job and say, listen, this job is offering 180. What can you do? Because you may like the job. You may not even want to move, but that's good for negotiation. Okay. Number three, start that side project. Now, it may be time to kind of start that passion project of yours. Developing another stream of income, whether it is a rental property, selling items on eBay, or making birdhouses. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't really care what it is. This additional income can alleviate some of the pressure on your household. So start doing the research and fleshing out the expenses necessary to get up and running. See, I think a lot of people they say, "Well, I'm really good at baking cakes. I want to be a baker and I want to sell cakes because family members love it." Okay. That's fine. But let's flesh that out. Let's figure out, you know, what expenses are associated with you baking cakes. You know, what is the overhead? Where are you going to sell them? What are the licensing? What is the requirements for the state to do something like that? Right. So make sure you flesh that out here during this time. Why you still have a primary income? <laughs> OK, let's not quit and try to figure all this stuff out. Let's figure this stuff out while you're still getting money. OK, number four. Put the market in perspective. We have been on a sugar high, okay, for the past few years, enjoying the benefits of an artificial market, which has caused us to forget about the downsides of a traditional market. And I think Jamie Dimon is trying to kind of wake us up here while we still have time. We may see some continued pullbacks as we finish out the year, but if you stay focused and work on things we can control, the pendulum will swing back in our favor. In today's scripture, we find peace in the fact that at some point during our life, we're going to feel some suffering. Investing is not always a, a pie in the sky feeling. But with nearly a decade in the industry and dealing with hundreds of clients and emotions, I know that trouble doesn't last always. I mean, the glory on the other side is worth more than the temporary struggles that we may feel in the moment. Now, if you don't know what to do, I want you to keep listening because we're going to help you through this. You know, I want you to continue to listen to our podcast. 
listen to these episodes because they're filled with so much valuable information. I mean, this is just four tips for you. Imagine if you just keep listening. Now, if you have any questions that you would like to be answered, feel free to email us at info at abrwealthmanagement.com or go to our website, www.abrwealthmanagement.com and connect with us, speak with the Christian advisor to get those questions answered. And we will make sure that we bring them to you. So please enjoy the rest of your day. If you have time, be sure to check out our latest podcast. We interviewed Kerry Green, a pastor turned podcaster who is reaching thousands of people daily through his spoken word, his new books, and who has a love for the Lord. So be sure to check out our other resources as well, whether it's our blog, whether it's our merchandise store, and send us your questions and comments. We want to hear from you, the people, because we want to deliver the most value possible. That's it from us. We have a lot of great episodes on the podcast, so be sure to check those out. If you're looking for a financial advisor, once again, the information to reach out to us will be available right after this podcast, so stay tuned. Until next time, I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Team podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.